leave you at home and swipe the ball that was signed by Babe Ruth. And you brought it out here and actually played with it and actually played with it? Yeah! Are you one of those people that has to know how much the Babe Ruth ball is actually worth? I was going to bring it back, but it was signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah, you keep telling me that. Who is she? We'll keep it right here because today is your lucky day. The Sultan of Clouds. King of Crash. The Colossus of Clouds. The Colossus of Clouds. It's time for Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan, sponsored by ERC Delivery and Huggins and Scott Auctions. The Great Bambino! Good morning, everybody. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Colmetti of ERC Delivery and Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions. Our producer, Erica Strowski, we're on every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Central Time. You can give us a call, 312 312- 332-3776 if you have a question and you might have more questions this week we Vince can't make it he got really busy at ERC delivery 24/7 365 days a year he had to be there today and he's not happy because we have a guest today celebrity chef Graham Elliott is with us. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Good morning, Tom. Thanks for letting me be here. Oh, it's great to have you here. Everybody's excited that you that you were able to make it. Now, in addition to being a judge on, well, in the past television shows, but the new ABC television show Family Food Fight, which premiered June 20th, my wife and I watched the first episode. We've DVR'd the yeah. whole thing. Well, it was great. Thank it really you. was good. Yeah, I'm excited. It kind of brings people back to the idea of eating together and, and cooking together as a family. Yeah, really good. That that's It really was cool the way mm-hmm. you did that in the one family. The the girl was kind of yeah, yeah. flossing Look. people around <laughs> and they got ejected. You have four different families and one after the first thing immediately passes through and it it was really it was really good and i told my wife that i don't ever want to go into the kitchen and see her getting ready with a blowtorch on a slab of bacon (laughs) yeah right i mean some things just are sacred don't do it yeah right don't do it it's right so it was good but what i what we for this show really find even more interesting believe it or not more interesting <laughs> than that is that you are a vintage card collector bill huggins this is right up your alley <laughs> yeah no good to meet you there graham right back at you bill how are you buddy good good today bill huggins has okay. huggins and scott auctions it's a well you explain what you do at your place right outside of washington dc there bill well, we're a auction company that basically specializes in sports cards and memorabilia. And, I mean, what Graham collects, vintage cards, is our bread and butter has been for 25 years since we've been doing these auctions. We have four major auctions a year. Our our next one is actually going to be uh, ongoing throughout the National, which is going to be in Chicago this year, the first week of August. So yep. we'll have hundreds of items on display there and people can actually view them touch them and bid on them right then and there so it's uh been very good so far and uh we've got a lot of neat stuff already in for this auction i have a card shop in naperville and people will bring stuff in to me you know a lot they come from all over the place because of the radio show really and one of the neater things that ever came in there's a card that's already up in the Huggins and Scott July August auction at Joe Jackson 
1915 Cracker Jack card number 103, PSA 1. Wow. This, a, a guy comes in on a Saturday. There's a bunch of guys there. We have a trade day, and you know everybody's just you know, kind of loud there. Guy comes in. It was like he pulled up in a time machine outside the door. <laughs> he has this old album with him, and he goes, you know, every Saturday I drive to work for a half hour, and I listen to the show, and we had this album left to us by, I think he said, his grandfather. We don't think it's worth anything. We were going to throw it out, but we thought we'd have you look it over first and see <laughs> if it's worth anything. So I start opening it up, and there's some flag cards, and but old stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, yeah, this is kind of cool. Go to another page. There's an original Christy Mathewson photo, a T205 Mathewson card on a page. Mm-hmm. And then I go over, there's Cracker Jack cards, Joe Jackson, Walter Johnson. Wow. Unbelievable. That's it's incredible. like, oh. So we called Bill up at, at his place. And what we ended up doing was just sending the whole album right to him. Mm-hmm. And they're. Bill, do you, do you have some more stuff from that album out getting graded now? or, or yeah, I saw the Joe Jackson's already up. Anything else going with that? Oh, yeah. There's, there's going to be uh, dozens more cards that are coming back grading. It's just the uh, the Joe Jackson, based on the value of the card, Yeah, it costs more to get that graded, but hence that means it comes back faster. Yeah, that's what I thought. That, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so that was good. So that's exciting. Yeah, now, now, Graham... There'll what, be a bunch more of those listed here shortly. And I think some more tobacco cards, too, that actually this one, another customer brought through. But what do you specialize with what you're collecting, Graham? Like, what do you really look for? Yeah, it's interesting. I I go for all the cards I ever wanted growing up, I guess, that I couldn't afford, yeah, right? Yeah, so right. I kind of knocked those out of the way, which, you know, yeah. everything from, I would say, my generation first, right? So you go for... The big, the big items like your Nolan Ryan rookie, you know, your your uh, the ninety Leaf Frank Thomas, eighty nine Upper Deck Griffey. Those are ones that when I was ten to twelve, you know, I loved. Yeah, they were the and wheelhouse. Absolutely, and then from there, go to the ones the next level that that are from the golden era. So I, you know, I have every card issued, you know, from forty seven on from from Jackie Robinson, you know, including oh. the Bond breads oh, and Yeah, uh, they've got one in the yeah. yeah, those are cool. Yeah, and then um You have all the variations of that? I, I have five so far oh, of okay. the Bond breads. Yeah. But um, you know, the the forty eight leaf, forty nine Bowman, and then all the tops issues and then or I'm sorry, the the uh, also fifty one Bowman, Bowman. Uh, yeah. you know, Maze and Mantle, and yeah. then every Mantle card printed, you know, f- from um, ah. Bowman and Tops up until he retired. So right. I, I try to knock out all of those, and now I've gone to uh, 19th century and then, you know, upwards. Oh. So you do I'm, any Ginters? I do, oh, yeah. Cool. So I've, I've got, you know, Kelly's and Anson's. I've, I've started picking up all of those. And then also T206, T205, um, you know the thirty-three Gaudi yeah. things from there. So oh, cool just trying stuff. to trying to get all the ones that I've always wanted. So. One of my favorite cards, my favorite Lou Gehrig card. They've got it. Uh, I think a PSA five in the Huggins auction. It, was that the thirty-four Gaudi where it's like a headshot of Gary? Mm-hmm. Some there's some cards you just look at them like there's a fifty-three Bowman color. Stan Musial that I always thought I love this. Yeah, yeah I don't it's beautiful. Know. Yeah, yeah. It's, and sometimes you're not even sure why you like it yeah. so much, but it's see, like okay, you can see my 
the watch oh, face. Yeah, that's look at the thirty three. <laughs> yeah. I've wanted. I've liked that. Yeah. My most the the most iconic image I think ever. Oh, if that's cool. That, so. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Now, Bill Huggins, you have a, a collection of your own, but don't you have some Miller Huggins stuff? Wasn't Miller Huggins a, a, like a distant relative of yours or something? From, from what I was told by family and everything, he was my grandfather's first cousin. Okay, that's so cool. I, that's I don't know what that makes him, you know, in those <laughs> genealogy terms or whatever. It makes but, him uh, worth collecting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gosh, when I first got into this, Back in the late seventies, I would do shows and people found that out. They would just mail me cards. I mean, P two O sixes and you know, I mean, <laughs> cards, and all sorts of W cards and everything because they were they weren't worth much back then, you know. Right. And they thought it was neat, I guess. So. Yeah, that so is Graham, cool. Have you, uh, Graham, have you ever been in our auction? I no, I haven't. Oh, I got to come check it out. I'll be at the Are national. Are you even registered with us or no? No, I don't think uh, I don't think I am. Huggins and Scott. Well, oh. Bill will be at the national. Yeah, you so. can meet him. Great guy, really, perfect, really good guy. Yeah, so uh, you could meet him there. You could sign up. You could call there earlier and sign up or whatever. Okay. But uh, yeah, should be. Uh, you guys will yeah, be you're, there. You're the you're the poster child for what we like as bidders for our office. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're not necessarily a high grade collector. You you're more. PSA graded typically, but lower PSA graded? and and SGC, but yeah. I uh, I I make sure I at least get a one. You know, it's it's more yeah. than authentic, but right. but a one because I love cards that have a lot of the history to them that have been used and yeah. well loved and played I, with. I, so I, I know exactly what you're it, talking it, about. The, the the greatest for me is if there's any kind of markings. Like I love if there's like a <laughs> name on the you know written on the back or you know there's a what is it? The I think thirty six worldwide gum um, uh, Jimmy Fox that I found with a mustache drawn on it, uh, like yeah, stuff like yeah. that. I think it's well, amazing. I have a wall of fame at T Crown. You would love this because yeah. they they look cool up on the wall, like a sixty one Aaron that's all beat mm-hmm. up. And I mean, there's a whole. There must be three hundred cards up there. But my favorite card on that board, there's a nineteen sixty six Ernie Banks. That I had when I was ten, and I wrote "Good Man" on it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and awesome. It's still up on the wall. See, I love so that. It's like dumb kid, good man. Yep. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, I had somebody in a couple of weeks ago that was saying the same thing that he had a friend of his that he was actually looking just for cards that were written on mm-hmm. when kids were kids back in the fifties, and so yeah, yeah. So you know they were having fun exactly. with them and stuff. Yep. And it's definitely, oh, there's the Chauncey Roo. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to Chauncey's Great Outdoors 6 to 7 every Saturday morning. <laughs> the Chauncey Roo walking by outside. <laughs> okay. So now the number here is 312-332-3776. Graham Elliott will be on with us the whole hour. So if you want to call, if you have a question either for us like regular about collecting or if you want to ask him about collecting or even about being a chef, how you yeah. how did now cooking or whatever? Do you have recommendations for somebody? Let's say a younger person is thinks it's cool, watches the shows, mm-hmm. thinks it's cool. What would you recommend for them if they wanted to really get into it and become a, a big time chef? Yeah, I always tell people because people always say, "Do I need to go to cooking school?" That's yeah. a big question. Yeah. I say. Really understand and and decide on what you want to be as a chef, right? Do you want to go and and be the next Charlie Trotter fine dining chef? Or do you want to 
work in a hotel or catering or do a cookbook and TV show because you're not going to have the same path, you know, that takes you to each of those. So if you want to do fine dining, you know, and go and knock on the doors of, of really great restaurants and just volunteer, you know, on oh. certain nights off. I'd love to come in and just peel potatoes and, and learn what you guys do. Oh. If you want to go get a, you know, different job, start at the bottom and move up. Like I started as a busboy and dishwasher. And really? Then, yeah. From there decided. Where was to, that? In the Chicago? In, uh, no, Virginia Beach. Oh, so really? I was in, yeah, my dad was in the Navy. So we, you know, been to all 50 states. I grew up everywhere. And then decided to move to Chicago when I was 20 to work for Charlie Trotter. Okay. And, so. and you worked there for a while. I did. Yeah, I did yeah. about three years total there. And then I worked at uh, True uh, with Let Us Entertain You and Rick Tremonto yeah. and Gil Gann. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Wait, now, how'd you originally the TV thing start? Because that's, I mean, you're so natural with it. It's per, You're great. I. Well, I have this this innate need for people to like me, right? So, <laughs> like That was the quickest way to the largest audience. So. Yeah, boy. Um, I actually did Iron Chef um, back in, uh, filmed it in 06, it aired in 07, and uh, that was on the Food Network. From there, started doing Top Chef, and then I worked with Gordon Ramsay before, and uh, uh, in the kitchen, he said, okay, we're doing this new show, MasterChef, do you want to come check it out? Went out there, we, you know, we did the screen test stuff, and yeah, took off from there, and wow. haven't stopped. And Now, yeah. for instance... The show that aired for Family Food Fight that aired on the twentieth. How long ago would you have shot that? That was that was filmed in October, November. Really, that yeah. long ago? Yeah, I would never would have thought it was that long. Yeah, so we've wow. been, been been sitting on it, and uh, you know, I'm as excited as anyone to to watch it. I can't wait. You know, yeah. each episode. So it's like yeah. how it gets cut and put together. Oh, really neat. I, I mean. We didn't really know what to expect, but it was like, wow, afterward it was, I mean, the hour flew. And it, I recommend to anybody, it's on Channel 7, ABC, every Thursday night at 8 o'clock yeah. Central Time, yep. correct? And if you miss the first episode, try to see if you can get it on demand. I right. would imagine you can. <laughs> and then you're going to want to DVR the rest of it. There, there's, there's no doubt about it. It, it is really, it, it's, it's kind of amazing because... You get kind of the emotions of the families. I mean, they're under a deadline, and you feel it, and it's really entertaining. I mean, the highs and lows, like the excitement when they make the first round, the the guys that they think they're not going to make it, the panic setting yeah. in, and then the the time going down. It's right. really it's it's really and I mean we really can great. we can try to make it as dramatic as possible with you know with maybe music, but aside from that, like we we just sit there as judges. Um, you know, and kind of critique and give feedback, but it's it's on them. You know, you have an hour to make this, 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 and that, and then they do it. And what you know, they drop it on the floor. It's burned. It's <laughs> yeah. they forgot. You know, to get Even this. Even I don't burn like, grilled cheese. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's hard to uh, hard to get by that. That's one. what we're saying, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, now you want to say a little bit about the the other host and and or the two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Aisha Curry is the producer and and host of the show. Stephen Curry's wife. And uh, she's a, a chef restaurateur. She has her own, you know, line of cookbooks. She's really amazing uh, food person. And then Chef Kat Cora, who was the first uh, female chef inducted into the, the Chef's Hall of Fame and also oh. first Iron Chef. Uh, you know, she's got a, a lot of restaurants. She's got six kids. She's amazing. So we, we all kind of bring a different attitude, I guess, to, to the judging and 
mentoring, if you will. Of and the it's fans. all shot. Everything's already you all let, already uh, done. That's that's. I thought maybe like a month ago you did it or yeah. something. That's pretty amazing. Well, it's that funny that... too. Like like uh, with Top Chef on on Bravo, they'll film the season, but then come back later and film the finale. So okay. it's like a big, oh, you know, three yeah. month break in between. Oh, yeah. And so make yeah, me sweat. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, yeah. Well, it's time for a short break now. Don't be shy. You can call in 312-332-3776. Graham Elliott, celebrity chef and vintage card collector, is on with us till 8. And now Vince Clemente can't make it, but mm-hmm. if he has the time, he's going to call in for which end okay. higher. So, Eric, if you're ready for that, <laughs> we're going to do it whenever Vince can call in. We'll play which ended higher. And hang in there. We'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Sponsored by ERCDelivery.com and Huggins and Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan. This week our guest is Graham Elliott, celebrity chef and vintage card collector. I'm here also with our producer, Eric Ostrowski. And on the line with us, like every week, is Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions. Vince Clemente is... At ERC Delivery, working like a dog. We're going to wait for a phone call from him. Hopefully, he can get us a call at some point so we can play which ended higher. I guess if we if he can't get through to us after the second break, we'll play it, and it'll be you versus Eric no matter what. Uh-huh. But let, hopefully, Vince will be able to get in touch with us. So you, anybody out there now, don't be shy. You can call us, 312 Three seven seven six. If you have a question for Graham Elliott, now's the time to do it. Get it out there. So, uh, and so you can... Gra- Graham, Graham, is there a restaurant that you actually cook at that somebody could walk in and you would cook them their dinner? Or... You know, we just we had one that we just sold on uh, West Randolph here in the West Loop, but I have a spot in uh, Macau uh, in China, and also opening a spot soon in Santa Monica, California. So. I think we'll do something eventually here in Chicago again. It just has to be the right spot. You must have that, a, a. Do you actually do you actually cook the dinners or participate in cooking them or uh, as as much as I can? You know, I mean oh, that's okay. that's what I love to do. So you must have quite the miles package as far as you uh, know travel miles on the airplane. I was I was talking about it last <laughs> night. I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I flew to L.A. for the premiere of the show and back. So and uh, last week I had a meeting. So I'm flying to L.A. And then coming back like less than twenty four hours, so I'm like starting to see the plane is like you know taking the L. It just yeah, takes longer, yeah, yeah, but there's right. no magic of flying anymore. And I go to France Monday for four days, and from France to to China, and then from there wow. back. And you must be wake up sometimes like now where am what? Not only what day is it, but where am I? Yes, I bet you do. You really do. And yeah. I mean, I mean, hotels all kind of start looking the same. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, they they kind of seem like the cool hotels seem cool until you've been there more often. Yes. And then you're like, yeah, it's not. So yeah, cool. as long as it's got a nice bathtub, it's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, like, I, right. I care more if there's a tub than, than what the bed is. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a caller here. Let's see. Uh, are you sure? You're right. Oh, yeah, there's somebody here. It's Steve from St. Joe, Michigan. What's up, Steve? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Good morning. Sure. What's up? Hey, I got a friend that has. Quite a few baseball cards from the fifties and the sixties. Ooh, in 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 you know plastic tubs that are saved and and kind of protected. But I was wondering, what's a good resource you know to start looking up? You know, this is going to be a winter project. 
looking up some of the values of these cards. Well, actually, at at HugginsAndScott.com, they have an auction history where they sell tons of cards in in lots or individually graded cards from that era. And you can look up anything you want at HugginsAndScott.com on their main page. In the bottom left, there's a thing, search auction history. Just click on it, and you can search for anything that you want. Now, does are there complete sets, or is it just random cards, or do you know if, like, does he have? Because I, I, go ahead. I think they're, I think they're random, random sets, you know, like, let's say, I don't want to scare you, but I think you need a we have four or five Mickey Mouse rookie cards. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, Bill Huggins just hopped a plane, and he's coming <laughs> over to your house right now. <laughs> you know, and Willie Mays, Willie Mays rookie cards. Now, when people have collections like that, like let's say you brought it into Triple Crown in Naperville and you wanted me to send it to Huggins and Scott, I'd look it over. I'd say, okay, these are worth sending. These aren't worth sending. And then we'd put notes on it. You know, can you grade this one for sure, grade that one for sure? And then we we ask them to call you when they get them, right, Bill? And then you'll tell them if you recommend any other things that get graded in the collection. Oh yeah, that's that, that that's part of the process. I mean, we're if we do this with any of our consigners, our goal is to write them as big a check as humanly possible. Because the way it works <laughs> is, the bigger check I write them, the more we get to keep. So we're we're teammates on all this. If you decide you are interested in selling them, like Tom said, he can certainly. Explain all the details if you brought them into his uh, his store. Now, so you think? I have, one, Steve, I, have, I, have, I have one other question. Yeah, would it be advantageous to stick them in a plastic, uh, you know, protector uh, for each card? Or I would, would handle them as little as possible right now, and, and you okay. know, because a lot of times what people do, they have the good intention of saving the condition, and they end up dinging the corners and messing them up when they're putting them right. in the holder so for now i would just leave them alone handle them you know as little as possible if there's so a lot of times the best protection for a card is another card yeah yeah okay so huggins huggins and scott.com yeah and then, you, and then who's the gentleman in naperville well that's me tom morgan but if if you're in st joe michigan and it's too far for you to drive uh you could either try to look up bill at the national you know maybe and or else, Bill, can you set something up with him where he would send stuff directly to you from yeah, St. Joe? Yeah, let me Joe? ask you this. How far, are you, how far are you from Grand Rapids, Michigan? Oh, I'm only an hour and a half, but probably from Naperville. From to Naperville, I'm only like two hours. Oh, well, you can make that drive. We, we'd sure. make sure either, you had a good way, time. <laughs> I, I have a representative in Grand Rapids, Mike Golston, who uh, he would travel to your house and come see you and could give you a great evaluation of what you have. So you think what's you his, have 52 t- what's, his, what's his name again? Mike Pope? Mike Golston? Steve, Mike, what? I'm sorry. But Mike, if you, if you Mike wanted to Golston call me in my is. office, yeah, if you wanted to call me in my office, which is 301-608-0355, I could certainly put you in touch with Mike. Okay. Uh, Steve, you think you have four 52 tops mantles, really? Like... Do you think that's a possibility? Is that what you're saying? That 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 is a very good possibility. Oh my god! Because he has he has tubs of cards. He passed away. He has tubs of cards that him and his brother were collecting. Now he's seventy six. He's seventy six years old when he passed away last year. Uh. So 
So if you backdate that, he's in the fifth, 1950, yeah. 1960. Very cool. So, well, and, that and sounds that, like a great collection, Steve. What's that number again, 301? 301-608-0355 is Huggins and Scott. They're located right outside of Washington, D.C. Okay, and the gentleman in Grand Rapids, uh, do you have a number for him? Oh, I don't. I Call me on my number. I'm Bill Huggins, Steve. Call me on that number. I just don't have Mike's number memorized. Okay, call that, call that number. 301? Yeah, call me on Monday. I'll be there on Monday, anytime after ten thirty in the morning, and I'll uh, I'll get you whatever information we need to get this started. If that's something you want to do, okay. Thanks okay, for the call, Steve. And your and your name is Bill Huggins, correct? Bill Huggins is yeah. the he's the man. Yeah. He's the one you want to talk to. He's the main man. Yep. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Thanks for the call. Next on the line, we have a cooking question. Phil from Lafayette, Indiana. What's new, yeah. Phil? What What's your question? Yes, Mr. Elliot. I know this. Uh, I've been watching Master Chef since it started, mm-hmm. and I noticed you lost a lot of weight. And I was wondering how you did it. And my other question is, how much time do they have before they have to start cooking? Do they have time to think about it, or is it this boom, boom, boom? Thank you. Yeah. All right, so so Phil, the first one with the with the weight loss, yeah, I've I've fought weight issues my entire life, and you know joined the gym, lost weight, gained it back, um, you know did that ten times and different diets and stuff, and then uh, got to four hundred pounds, and at that point, having kids, decided I needed to do something drastic, so I had a procedure done um, called a sleeve, where it literally, you know, they. Uh, they make your stomach physically smaller so you can't eat as much. And then, you know, from there I've, I've uh, lost 150 pounds and have been able to do the Chicago Marathon. And, wow, um, that's great. You know, run, eat better, kind of, you know, make better choices, things like that. You so, look great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was, I mean, literally the, the lifesaver. And, really? uh, and then as far as MasterChef and these other cooking shows, yeah, what happens is if they say, okay, you uh, – need to cook with salmon and asparagus and you have half an hour to do it your time starts now as soon as we say now they look like they're running off to get stuff but then you have to have them pause for about 10 minutes to go through all the rules and sign off on that and then we relaunch them again so that they can start so you have i guess about 10 minutes uh in your head to start thinking of what you would want to do now, here's an important question that my wife and I had when we're watching the show. Okay, you taste all this great food mm-hmm. out there. Do the cameraman get to eat it then? Or, like, the producers, <laughs> right, Eric? Eric would have been there, like, polishing it off. Well, yeah, as, as a producer, this is a good question. I like to get the leftover scraps tossed my way. You know, I, there's, there's, there's enough food going around, I think, that, that people aren't really hungry. Oh, but, yeah. but we go through and make sure everything's tasted. A lot of times, that you know, the... The cast will, you you know, they'll break for lunch or or we'll send them out and we'll go through and kind of taste everything that's in, like, the pans and pots and stuff so that we know exactly what it is. Okay, yeah. yeah. Boy, that's, some of that stuff looked really good. Yeah. Good good question, Phil. Thanks for the call. Anything else, Phil? Well, I think Phil already left. Yeah. All right, well, the number here is 312-332-3776. We're on till 8. If you have a question for Graham Elliott or a collecting question like any other week, uh, give us a call. We're on till late. So 
So, so Graham, have you ever had somebody at one of these cooking contests create a dish that you said, this is so good, I'm going to put this on my menu? Oh, well, good question, I, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't put it on the menu, but, but I am always um, blown away by not just how a dish is done, but, but when it's something new, you know, that I, that I haven't seen before. I, I love that with cooking, you can never stop learning because you have, you know, people cooking from different uh, regions, ethnicities, different styles. And, you know, you do shows with kids cooking and how excited they are and they're cooking without blinders and, you know, there's no right or wrong. So they're coming up with some neat things. So I always, always take something back with me. Now, going back to collecting, besides cards, do you collect, like, memorabilia? Do you ever get a chance, you know, being a celebrity to go into clubhouses or whatever and get the game used bat from somebody yeah, or anything yeah. like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I pinch myself. Like, I've been to 28 to 30 ballparks. I think I've thrown wow. out maybe close to 10 first pitches. And, yeah, I get to go down in the clubhouse and, you know, walk around, say hi to the players and, and uh, yeah. That that stuff's magical to me, but I really love the romance of baseball, the history. You know, going to Dodger Stadium and seeing that mound of dirt out there, and knowing that Koufax stood on that, oh, and yeah. Drysdale, yeah. and Valenzuela, and Hershey's yeah. like that, that to is me amazing. is the magic. And yeah. uh, and so I collect memorabilia. Um, you know, whether it's you know sign balls and things, but I also love old equipment. So, you know, uh, yeah. I can go and, and buy, um, you know, old baseball gloves from 30s, 40s, 50s and on of certain players. And it was their model glove, you know, but my kid, uh, Conrad, he's eight years old and he's throwing with a Warren Spawn, you know, uh, like cool. Wilson Mitt, you know, yeah. from, you know, yeah. 53 or That's something. Neat. And I just, that to me is super cool. So. I, I have hanging on the wall a T-crown about, this must have been 15, 16 years ago on Christmas Eve. My uncle said, hey, Tom, you want my old mitt for the wall of T-Crown? I was like, yeah, sure. And I had forgotten about it. He died like 10 or 11 years ago, and I still had the, his mitt up on the wall, and I had forgotten that he left a note. I was going through some stuff about three years after he died, and I see this note from him, Tom, this I got the mitt in 1948, and he had the whole. I used to play oh, catch wow. with John, his son, yeah. and, and you know he was in uh, semi pro. So I put that little note in with it, which makes that, that oh, that's yeah. like it, it made that glove so cool. So I, I know exactly what you I mean about that. that. Yep, like my my dad grew up in Michigan, and uh, you know loved Rocky Colavito, Norm Cash, yeah. and Al Kaline was you know like his Ernie Banks. He was Mister Cub. You. To, he yeah. was Mister Tiger, basically. Yes, right. Yeah. So I went and got the the Al Kaline model from like the same oh, year cool. as my dad growing up yeah. and sent that to him yeah to, oh that's to neat. play catch with every, every, every kid growing up right it's just a, a a means to connect with your dad right it's really and, what oh, baseball yeah, is absolutely it's it's, it's it's rooted in that yeah do you have a k-line rookie i do yeah 54 tops yeah well it's time for another short break the numbers 312-332-3776 we're on till late if you have a question Give us a call. And Vince, if you're out there, if you can call in, we're going to do Witch Ended Higher right after the break. Okay, hang in there. We'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan. Vince Clemeni from ERC Delivery couldn't make it today. 
But we do have a pretty good substitute, celebrity chef Graham Elliott and vintage card collector also, which so we enjoy talking to him, that's for sure. <laughs> and then we've got Bill Huggins from Huggins and Scott on the line, like every week, and our producers, Eric Ostrowski. We're on till 8. You can give us a call, 312-332-3776. Dan from Lake Zurich. It lurches at him. Right. Oh, yeah, it's him. It's Dan from Lake Zurich. What's up, Dan? What do you have? I have um, some signatures. My my oldest brother used to be the manager at the original Ditka's on Ontario Street okay, yeah, back in sure. the 80s. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, when somebody would come in, he would have them sign something to Dan um, as a present to me. And over the time he was there i we got ernie banks and willie Na- uh, uh joe he signed a joe willie namath and um gail sayers uh leon spinks so and they're all on ditka's uh uh order uh sheets oh that's kind of a and neat I just wondering, collection i guess yeah. I, yeah now what was joe willie namath like was he friendly or was he just like here get out of my uh, way you know, son or <laughs> it was it, it was my brother working i was never there he would come back and say look whose signature i got for you it was it was made out to me you know to dan but i was never there yeah well that's um, cool. it was it was my brother collecting them for me that's kind of a tough collection to sell i don't know that you'd even want to sell that bill huggins with right. with being all made out to Dan, and what do, what do you think of a collection like that? Well, if it's all personalized, yeah, it probably has more family value than it would on the open market type value. I, I would personally keep that in the family. Yeah, first, me too. You know? Very very cool. I mean, if, you can, if you know how to send a picture, that would be very cool to send a picture along. Sure. Okay, sure, yeah. You can always send I appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for the call. And let's get one more call here, and then we'll do which ended higher. We've got Chris on the line. Chris, what's up? Uh, hello, how are you? Good. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I, I, I got a, a signed 1959 Topps Sandy Colfax card. He did a show, boy, I had to be back in the late 80s, maybe 89, 90 when I was a kid. And uh, the card itself, is in great shape. Just it's off centered, but um, but anyway, just curious on what, uh, oh, what the I love, value that might be. I love the old uh, vintage cards signed by the guys. Now, mm-hmm. did you collect those at all? Do you have any of those in your collection, like uh, guys you liked? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kofax is is right up there in the top. At, at one time, in this must have been twenty years ago, I had like a fifty three mantle in the store that was signed okay. on consignment, and like a fifty eight. And they were pretty good money at the time, but mm-hmm. that type of thing seems to have exploded in value, actually. Yeah. What did you say, Bill Huggins, that the the Hall of Famers from the 50s and 60s that are signed and the value's gone up quite a bit in, over the last few years? Oh, oh, oh significantly. I mean, our, our caller there, the Kofax that he has is probably... Three to five hundred dollars, if not more. Yeah, and to, wow. you know, a lot depends how the signature looks, is how the how it looks when you when you hold it up and look at it, and sometimes that that adds to the value of it. So very cool, good one to keep if you have if you like to collect. That's a good good one to keep. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys. Okay, Appreciate one more quick one, 
And then we'll we'll get to the uh, which ended higher. We got Chris from Cary on the line. What's up, Chris? Hey, good morning. Hi. I got a I got a question for uh, Graham. When when they're filming uh, Master Chef, the junior ones, and they they go through the episodes. After an episode, do the kids leave, or they keep them there for you know weeks doing different stuff? Because it's always amazing to me how they they get through these menus and you know do things and secondly just real quick uh i know uh i i own a couple of restaurants too what's your go-to food when you're eating so for me for you know go-to food i love uh sushi thai food those are things that i could kind of have all the time um and then with filming junior the the kids you know it's so sad when when they leave and gets emotional but we always say like 10 minutes later they're all best friends you know hanging out in the back you know <laughs> they they recover quickly but we only get to film that entire season for less than 2 weeks because wow. you know these kids are filming when they're off school and you know on break things like that and only x amount of hours a day because you know when when you have kids you know there's there's so many different rules but when we're not filming, they are there getting cooking lessons and things so that, uh, you know, maybe it's a pasta class. We'll show them how to make pasta. Here's a stuffed pasta. Here's, you know, a fettuccine, linguine. And then in two days, the challenge is you have to make a ravioli. So at least they've seen it before. You know, we're not trying right. to play gotcha and you make you look bad. We want everyone to win. So we'll give them a, a general idea of what something is and then they have to go off of that. Chris, you want to give a quick plug? You, you do still have two restaurants. What are they? Yeah, I've got a couple in McHenry County. Um, they're both called Breaking Bread Catering oh. and Deli. Oh. And uh, I was listening to Graham earlier, and he's absolutely right. You just find your path, and you you go to it. You know, the you find what people like. You don't necessarily need to go to school, but you need to uh, you need to find your own path and just make it right and make it fun. So, well, great yeah. call, Chris. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. Okay. Now, you know what this tune means. Which ended higher. <laughs> okay, every week I name three items from a Huggins and Scott auction that have ended in the auction. And you and Eric have to guess which ended higher. Okay. Now, Vince and Eric, they kind of have a competition going. So, <laughs> what did you say, Eric? There's a little bit sometimes. I mean, a competition is usually when it's close. I've been mopping the floor with you. You see, that, that's a, we, we hear a lot about that. So there is trash talking Love it. allowed in which ended higher. I just like it because I have no idea. I'm blind yeah. guessing. <laughs> right. How about last winning. week when Vince was like was giving you the hand signals? Yeah. When I, <laughs> Okay, well, here we go. These ended in the May 2019 Huggins and Scott auction, and we don't let Bill get in on this because he he has a little bit more info than we have. Okay, 1954 Stallmeyer Franks Mickey Mantle PSA 1. Now, only 17 of those have been graded. Mm -hmm. I've had my eye on one. Oh, you yeah, do so have, I know, oh, No, oh. I don't have one. I have had my eye, so oh, I, I know oh, what these okay. are. Eric, you're in trouble this <laughs> week. All right, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> but these are always kind of grouped together, uh -huh. so you never know which one actually ended higher. It's tough. Sure, sure. It's tough. The second one, 1909-11, T206, Ty Cobb, White Border, Green Portrait, Sweet Capral Card. And I didn't put a grade on here. Oh. The, the the green portrait cob is 
absolutely on fire right now. You know what? I'm going to skip that one because I put four. If there were going to be three guys, I didn't put the grade on that one, so we'll skip that one. Second item, 1980-81. Forget I ever said yeah. that. Blanket out of your mind. I never said anything about that. So Ty Cobb, not the winner. Not, all right, no, okay, Ty, all right. Ty Cobb just, actually, he might have been the winner, but that's just, that doesn't matter. I don't know what the grade was. I don't remember. Okay, second item, 80-81 Tops Basketball, 36-pack unopened wax box, BBCE wrap. What Baseball Card Exchange does on these un- unopened boxes, they go through them, make sure they haven't been tampered with. When they judge them okay, then they wrap them, and then people know they're good boxes. So that's Got the it. second item. Third item, 1909 E95 Philadelphia Caramel Honus Wagner graded SGC 4.5. Okay, so those are the three items. Eric, do you want to go first, or do you want to let our guest go first, like a polite producer would do? I will give him the choice if he okay. wants to go first, first or not. First or second? Now sure. you can both pick the same one if okay. you want. If you know, so if. if. But uh, let's go over them again. Okay. 1954 Stallmeyer Franks Mickey Mantle PSA one. 1981 Tops Basketball 36 pack unopened wax box. BBCE wrap. That's the year with the Bird Magic rookie in it, where they had the the three and, the, and three panel. They had it on the cover like they were cut. It's like don't give these to kids, and then you don't want them to cut it, but show them cut on the yeah. top with the serrated part. And then the third item, nineteen oh nine E ninety five Philadelphia Caramel Honus Wagner SGC four point five. Which ended higher? I'm going to say the Wagner. The Wagner, okay, and Eric. Here's your chance to really shine. I don't want to put yeah. any pressure on you, but this is it's all on you now, Eric. I'm going to go with my allegiances. I'm a big hoops fan, so I'm going to go with the bird and magic, hoping they're both in that pack, the 81 tops pack. <laughs> okay, well, let's see. The winner is neither one of oh. you. Is it the mantle? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the, the E95 Philadelphia Caramel Wagner. 3900 was the high bid. Mm-hmm. The 8081 tops 36 pack unopened wax box. BBCE wrapped 4600 and the Mickey Mantle 5300. The Stallmeyer PSA well, they, uh, 1. Yeah. Tom, my wife won. She picked the mantle. Yeah. Wow. Now, my wife plays along <laughs> to it. She'll always be like, this is so frustrating. Like, <laughs> so, well, that's good, Bill. She's, uh, I yeah. think your wife is definitely has a better record than Vince, probably better than my wife, too. But Eric still leads. <laughs> yeah, still, Vince didn't have a chance this week, though. Vince didn't have a chance. But so let's that just say, mantle was probably the most because it's one of only 17 that's been graded, yeah, probably. there's not a lot of those cards around. So even though it's a lower grade, it it's still that sells rare. For, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, for more than some of the other ones. It's all about supply and demand and the value uh-huh. of things. And, you know, if more and more people start collecting... Good man written on the front. All of a sudden, <laughs> you, you've got a yeah. monopoly on yeah. that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, then I'm in the cornered, I'm in the money. Cornered the market. Now, what so is Graham, your I, Graham? I have a quick question yeah. for you. Your son, you mentioned your son is named Conrad, right? Yeah. Yep. I have a. I met a chef in Northern Virginia at the Lansdowne Resort years ago. His name was Conrad Meyer. I don't. Does that name even ring a bell? To you no, no, no. But it's a good name. Yeah, and he, uh, I, I did a, real quick, I did a cooking and wine class with them, and I made a 
crab cake that he said would have been $100 on the menu. This thing was so gigantic. And the hardest thing was... The hardest thing was flipping it, you know? Oh, yeah. That's the, the little thing you have to do. I, that's one thing I really never mastered is how to flip a, oh, when, a pancake. When sounds you like to, you, you call your wife in for the assist and yeah. get, like, the third spatula yeah. underneath yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, speaking of wives, uh, uh, Graham, what does your wife think of your collection? Like, do you have stuff around the house <laughs> on the walls? and? My, yeah, it's starting to literally turn into a museum. Yeah. I, I now have every Time magazine ever printed with a baseball player on it. Oh. Like, I start finding weird things yeah, that I, that's pretty neat. I start thinking, oh, I need all these. And then, yeah. you know, you put them in... in uh, frames and now they take over a wall so it's starting to get out of hand it's almost have, like a mini museum yeah so. i have a, i have a lot of that stuff i have one of my prized possessions i got this i don't know maybe 15 20 years ago but i have the spurt, first sports illustrated eddie matthews yeah, was on exactly the it's a great cover Beautiful. but a signed version of oh, it. oh really yeah wow. so i love i just the look of that thing yeah. is so neat yep that just like it kind of epitomizes Old-time 50s baseball when right. you look at it. Yep. So that's one of my favorite things. I have a big 16 by 20 with Russell and Chamberlain going up against each other. When oh, they really? Both sign it. But to me, they were kind of like the Ruth and Gehrig of basketball. You know, Russell yeah. and Chamberlain. It, oh, Chamberlain's that, the coolest, right? Oh, yeah. He just looks yeah. cool. Yeah. You know right. who else is super cool? The the caller I just mentioned, Joe Namath. Yeah. So I don't I don't like basketball, football, hockey as much as baseball. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate it. Right. But but Joe Namath, I went and saw some documentary on him. What a cool dude. I want to hang out with that yeah, guy. Yeah. He just He's, seems yeah. so rad. Oh, there used to be, like, in, in the 60s, you know, they'd show him by the swimming pool. He's, like, like wearing a fur coat. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. So cool. In, in New York. He's, like, the king of yeah. New York during that time. And but, his his rookie card was taken when he was in the hospital, right? Yeah, with his, right. With his busted up knees. Yeah. And he had to get up and lean against a wall right. for the photo. And then that became the card. Yeah, it's an oversized card hard mm-hmm. to get in good condition that sells for a lot of money yeah but did you ever see the video of him you're too young to have been <laughs> there but when he said oh yeah they predicted the win in the super bowl and he's just sitting by the beach you know with it is it is swimming trunks right. oh yeah we're gonna beat him no problem you know and then that <laughs> and then changed they did, the right? game it really and did it, yep. yeah so that was pretty neat <laughs> we're already at the end of the show that's crazy isn't it how fast it this goes? Super quick. Every Saturday it goes so fast I can't even hardly believe it. I'm going to start it. coming most Saturdays now. I'm just going to join you. Well, I'll tell you what. Anytime <laughs> you're street. in the area, you live close, if you want to drop in, you have an open invite to drop in anytime you want. You Perfect. get some new thing you want to talk about, whatever, you can stop in anytime because it was a blast. And uh, and then Vince would get to meet you too. Vince was yeah. really disappointed oh, he couldn't man. be here. So. <laughs> So, Graham, are you planning on going to the national convention this year? I, I will be there. So oh, make, okay. Yeah, I yeah, got. We're, our booth is our booth is right in the front when you walk in. I'd be look forward to meeting you. Oh, they, they have all, all right. kinds of glass cases with all this, you know, a lot of their key stuff that's in the current auction on display. Yeah, there. It's really cool. Actually. All right, I just looked at your site. Is that a, a Henry Ford sign ball? Yeah, ah, that's, see, I, that's I can't the, believe what that thing sells. I'm <laughs> saying that, I, I was just telling Tom, these are the things that I like. So I have a Michael Jackson signed ball. I'm working on, a, found a Frank Sinatra signed baseball. Oh, so, geez. yeah, the Henry Ford's right up my alley. Well, we're at the end of the show. Thanks tons to Graham Elliott for joining us. Eric, another great job. Bill Huggins, Vince Clemeni, and I'm Tom Morgan. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening.